I grew up in Nomayanat, a Maasai village near the town of Kimana, close to the border of Kenya and Tanzania. It is an area of plains where elephants, wildebeest, and giraffes graze on grass and the occasional spindly tree. Baboons and vervet monkeys will sneak into human homes to steal sugar or honey. Like us, they have sweet tooths. Where water runs, plants are thicker, and animals gather to drink and to hunt one another. Mount Kilimanjaro looms, and at the end of the day, when the sky is clearest, the sunlight glints pink off its icy summit. My town was small then, though it has since grown much larger. It was just a couple of streets of simple one- and two-story cinder block buildings. Perhaps 5,000 people lived in the town, though many of these, my family included, lived in homes far from the city centre. The Maasai own cows, sheep, and goats, so we need plenty of space for our animals to graze. In the centre of town, there was a rickety market, and on Tuesdays, people would walk from miles away to display on upturned crates their freshly slaughtered goat and lamb, tomatoes and onions from their small gardens, and handmade traditional clothes. Back then, the route from Nairobi was unpaved, so you needed a strong backside to ride the washboarded road. When tourists came, they usually arrived on small airstrips and bypassed our town entirely. The locals got around on motorbikes or their feet. Groups of Maasai women would cross the plains carrying loads of water or firewood. Maasai men, their bright shukas, spots of colour against fading paint and dusty plants, gathered on corners or under trees. It is a dry place, and everywhere there is dust. Great funnel-like clouds of it move through the plains. The animals and people walk past, hardly noticing. The Maasai have lived in this area for centuries. Unlike some of our neighbours, we never hunted. We raised cows and goats and lived off their meat and milk. These are still our favourite foods. We ate very few vegetables or plants. One of my uncles brags that he has never tasted chicken. Families lived close together in a mixture of traditional hand-built structures and more modern concrete block homes. Traditional homes are circular structures coated with a mixture of dung and mud. Two small beds made of stretched cowhide, one for the parents, one for the children, are the only furniture. The homes are quite small and dark, little more than shelter during the night. Most of our time was spent outside. In our towns, someone you knew was always in earshot, and children ran in and out of one another's houses, not bothering to knock. I made friends easily. I still assume I will like every new person I meet, and there was always a friendly face. It is still my home, though there are more buildings, more people, and definitely more cars than when I was a child. I have travelled around the world, but this area, these people, call to me in a way no other place can. I love our traditions, the bright cloth of the shukas we wear, the many voices, each singing a slightly different tune, blending in rich harmony in our music, the generous spirit with which we share with our families and neighbours. But I want to change much about our lives, the poverty, 
the lack of education, and most of all, the position of women. Change does not mean giving up what is good in ourselves. It means keeping what is best while accepting the need to grow. We can herd cattle while carrying cell phones. We can wear traditional clothes some days and pantsuits on others. We can eat our simple meals of meat and milk and also enjoy a spicy chicken vindaloo or a cool, fresh cucumber salad. We can maintain strong family bonds while our women get educations and bring money into the family. I am Maasai. I am part of the community and it is part of me. My life began here and so did my mission.